Hour number two of the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. It is time for the sit rep presented by Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Up first, Tennessee absolutely dominates at Kentucky this weekend. 103-92. to Ooh, that sound is so good. <laughs> the score, not the can. It's LaCroix time here in the White Claw Heart Seltzer Studios. Up next, Steve Belichick has joined the Washington Huskies as defensive coordinator. If you don't know that name, you've been living under a rock for the past 20 years. That's an interesting one. That's a very interesting one. Because he's just been a coordinator with his dad, right? I mean, he hasn't been... Pretty much. It's a major role he's taken on. Pretty much. Up next, the 2024 UFL schedule has been unveiled. If you want to check that out, head over to fanrunradio.com. It's been what? been announced no no no. what'd you say unveiled that's not what you said the first time what did i say you said unveiled did i that was weird all right go ahead well sorry i'm <laughs> from campbell county marcus i don't know what to tell you i don't think that's what they say in campbell <laughs> county i think you just misspoke and i wanted to point it out but go have ahead, you ever then. been to my neck of the woods how often do people in Campbell County say unveiled? How do you think we normally anyway? say washed? I'm just saying how often do you they even use that yes. word? I'm just saying. How like, do I say ruined sometimes? <laughs> Rurnt. Uh, continue. Up next, Joel Embiid most likely to miss the rest of the regular season with an injury to his meniscus. Ew. Big loss. That is a big loss for the 76ers as they sit, uh, are not in first in the East. No. They're going to they third, I think. They're going to need him. They've dropped down to fifth. Oh, wow. Okay. The Commanders are reportedly hiring Cliff Kingsbury as their offensive coordinator. As we thought last week, he was going to take the job in Oakland. He is not. Instead. Las Vegas. Yes, Las Vegas. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> Come on, Jake. <laughs> Wake up, Knoxville. Up next, Patrick Mahomes, senior, father, Chiefs quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, He's been arrested on DWI suspicion in Texas for his third offense. Man. As the Chiefs prepare for the Super Bowl. The last time he went to jail, he spent 40 days, served it on weekends when he got his second offense. Yeah, Mahomes is family and <laughs> not a good look, man. Yeah. <laughs> not a good look at all for them. That is the sit rep brought to you by our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Guys, if you are tired of looking at that piece of furniture, it's wore down. You don't want rid of it. You need to go see our friends at Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Check them out online at fabricsun.com. That's fabricsun.com. Be sure you tell Stan that you heard about him right here on Fan Run Radio. So I want to get into a little bit more about this NCAA talk because, quite frankly, just from what you know, what you've seen, it really does seem like this is about to be the end of the NCAA. Now you have an advisory board between the SEC. What am I reading? Oh, Did the app just go down? Yeah, that's what when they were saying. So the I app is that. down! The app is down! Yeah, I'm dealing with Wi-Fi issues over here. We're dealing with Wi-Fi issues? Yeah. So we got bad internet? Yeah. We got bad internet. That might be what's going on. Marcus, you have been accused of pushing the red button by Basketball Brad. I haven't touched any button. I wish I could respond, but I can't even get on Twitter right now. Because the Wi-Fi connection is all I have to use the internet. Um, My internet's fine right here. No, unless Mine's Bear down. came in recently. Did Bear, did Bear walk in? Uh, did he hit the button? Possibly. You're my wonder wall. Let's see if we can get ESPN.com to pull up. I'm having internet issues. I have no internet. We have no internet, which means we have no app. Since we have no app, you're going to be relied upon to listen to the Fan Run Radio podcast, which is available on fanrunradio.com. Or live. Or live. Well, they can't listen live. They ain't got the app. Unless they're in their car driving around. Unless they're in the shop. They turn that dial. They could be within range. They could be. It could be within range. Could be. Very well could be within range. Do you think, uh, you think those guys outside caused this? Uh, there's nobody outside. Now the utility. Oh, buddy. Let me go. Matter of fact, y'all handle this for just a second. I'm going to go out here and see if any of these. They're way up the hill, though, right? I don't care. That's where the internet's at is up the hill. Y'all continue on for a second. Our internet's up the hill. Did you know this? I know. I figured it was. (laughs) I assumed it was just here. Well, that's why I was like, aren't they up the hill? Like, I mean, they're up the hill. Well, I know. But but he said our internet's up the hill, too. Well, I know. (laughs) Uh, Lord have mercy. 
Let me tell y'all about how the internet works, okay? This is a guy that used to work in the industry that sold it business to business for a minute. So what happens is there's a node up here at the hill, okay? All the fiber is fed to that node, which creates the internet, which creates a line, a coax line that runs above the ground on this street in particular down to here. Then there's a line that runs from the street to this building. And to this building, it's connected outside, which is connected to that modem right there, which spits internet out and puts the internet inside your phone. Right now, we ain't got no internet. <laughs> I, we need, can't make bets. You need five. Oh, man, what a shame. Uh, we're we're going to make bets regardless. All right, well, I, I, Marcus, I yeah. wish the three of you good luck. No, Marcus, you're doing it. I wish the three of you good luck. Jack, especially you, my friend. Okay. I appreciate that. Yeah, well, you're my intern, so I care about you the most. <laughs> well, this is upsetting. We don't have internet. We can't really uh, – I can't look up anything. Someone want to call in? I mean, if you can call in, 865-546-8200, you can call in. Pick somebody to call, Marcus. The bottom line is, Marcus, if they listen on that, they okay. don't know to call in. Should I just – well, no, again, don't. we are on radio. They could be listening that way, too. Should I just uh, pick someone in my phone to call? Should I just go through my contacts? This <laughs> is annoying. Find an, like... find an X. <laughs> <laughs> this is annoying. This is really annoying. <gasps> I'd be too scared to call any of my actual friends because I don't think they would understand not to say anything you shouldn't on radio. Oh, I might be connected to Wi-Fi again. Could it be? No, you're not. Well, the the thing actually physically connected finally. Did it? It physically connected, but I'm, I'm trying to see if it's going to let me actually do things. It's like I'm showing internet right here on the yeah. modem. Well, for a moment I was on LTE or 5G or whatever it is. Does 5G really matter? Yes. I, I, I can't tell the difference. You can't tell the difference? It literally feels like it's the exact same. Yeah, it's no. not working. Yeah, that's a shame. And we do we still do not have Wi-Fi. Uh, Jack, how are you doing? I haven't really got the chance. I don't think anyone's asked you how you are. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, you know? Just if only we had a host that could ask you how you were doing at the beginning of the show. My we talked to Jack at the beginning of the show. What are you talking about? I had a great weekend, though. Watched some ball. It was beautiful. Who are you a fan of in the NBA? NBA? Um, I don't have a team, but DeMar, me... DeMar DeRozan is my player, and he will That's be my fair. player for life. That's, That's an interesting pick. I like that. I don't I, hate that at all, actually. In freshman year of high school, I heard the song I Spy. I don't know if you all know it, but there's a bar. Yeah. I'm just like DeRozan. When I shoot it, it goes in. And I thought that was the coolest thing in my life. And his name, DeMar DeRozan? Like, yeah. It can't get any cooler than that. I mean, I am praying he gets traded before Thursday. It is not looking good, though. He's got one of the sweetest mid-range games yes, you'll sir. find. Yes, like sir. he doesn't shoot threes. He's just pulling up and knocking it down. But yeah, he's he's solid. Always been solid. Well, yeah. you've got. If you need someone to recruit you to be a Celtic, I, listen, I'm here for you. <laughs> no, we have the most wins, uh, and and we're probably the most historic. Uh, NBA team in the NBA. Um, we haven't moved cities. We don't have to change our. We we didn't fake our name. Now living in California, having no lakes. I don't know why that's a thing. Um, you know, we're not a, a an NBA team that resides in cocaine filled land that is Florida. <laughs> so if hold you, up now, hold up. You gonna tell me that Miami isn't just you know. Their snow isn't the snow we got a couple weeks ago. Wink, wink. Let's be real. It's Miami. Have you ever been to Miami? Let's be real. Have you ever had the food Cuba? in Miami? Have you had the food in Boston, Massachusetts? <laughs> you ever had the food in Miami? I asked you the same question. Have you had the food from Boston? No. Well, you're missing out. Have you had the food in Boston? Some really good clown chowder. Uh, no, I haven't been to Miami. I refuse to go to Florida. I hate that state. You won't even go to like Panama City, Navarre. I was forced Destin. to go to Orlando once, and I was willing to do it because it was a paid trip for me. But other than that, I hate the state of Florida. It's the worst. Interesting. Marcus, you like apples? <laughs> How about them apples? <laughs> How about them apples, Jack? My roommate actually is a big Celtics fan, and so I think I've got enough fandom for the Celtics. In okay. my life. Oh, you're saying it's almost too much. It's because it's 
every year it's the same story of they We're should probably yeah. win we are good. and they make it all the way and for some reason they just grumble yeah. they get put out by my miami heat uh, i just don't know what they're gonna do here in like a year though they just gave all that money to uh, brown and they gotta still pay tatum they really need to win and he can't go season. left who brown yeah I mean, he's still pretty good. Not going left. How many years does Tatum have left on his deal? I feel like, he's dude, got... it's a brand new deal. He should have like four years, five years left. Yeah, I was gonna say he's acting like we're gonna run out of money for Tatum. No, oh, he's we're due never... a new contract, is he not? Yeah, that was a big deal. He just, he just... He's due for a new deal. Where would you rank Tatum among the current players in the NBA right now? Oh, he's, he's top ten for sure. Oh, Uh-oh. sorry, what? I think the internet came back. Do we have Wi-Fi? I'm sorry, what? Is this our lucky day? Top 10 at least? Is this our lucky day? Top 10 at least? Yeah. What are you, what drugs are you on? We do have internet again. If you are listening on the Fan Run Radio app, please chime in, send me a text, send me a DM, however you communicate with me, and let me know that you can hear exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, there's a player option for Tatum in 2025-2026. Yeah, so they'll be wanting. We to still have up. a couple years left with Tatum. They may want to try and get so, done okay. early. So, so you were down. you were astonished by that top ten. What? Where you got him then? He's he's top five at least, wow. not top ten. Who are you putting over him? Uh, Giannis, Jokic, uh, Embiid. Yep. What? Luca. Agreed. Durant. Yep. LeBron. Yep. Uh, who else? Steph. Steph, yes. What uh, are you on? What are you doing here? And then I probably have, what am I at? Like eight? That's seven. Yeah, then Tatum. Then to go Gil, uh, probably Shea, and then uh, like Anthony Davis or something. So he's number eight. He's eight. I said I said top ten. That is insane. Who are you? Who, how high are he's you He's top him? five right now, at least. You got to do something for me. You're putting Joel Embiid ha- over him. He's what got is, an MVP. What? He can't do anything in the playoffs. Every t- time- what has Tatum done in the playoffs? <laughs> yes. Every time he meets Tatum in the playoffs, he loses. What are you talking Tatum about? Tatum had 50 in game seven. Tatum's been in a final. Where's Joel Embiid been at? Huh? Tell me that oh. much. You want to I put- mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm just player. Put- I'm saying player. I'm not yeah. saying team. I'm saying player. Yeah. yeah. And he's the reason I've never we said got Boston there. wasn't better than Philly. I'm just saying, Tatum is the Tatum Who's is had the more team. Help? Tatum He's got more. Oh, Tatum's God. definitely had more help. Tatum has definitely had yes. more help than Joel Embiid. Yeah, but you know, he's always had the better five. That's just insane. That's not insane to think about at all. He's got another All Star in his team. The top Drew Holiday is arguably the best guard five, defender. If you're going top five in the league, I'll, I'll say LeBron. No particular order. LeBron, Steph, Joker, Tatum. Giannis. Yeah, probably Giannis. Yeah, good point. I think that's your top five. I'm not taking Luca over Tatum. You're crazy. Luca's a well, if you look dude. at ESPN ratings right now, they've got your top players in the NBA listed as number one, Joel Embiid, followed by Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, SGA, AD, Kevin Durant. AD? That's wrong. DeMontis Sabonis. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, Donovan Don Mitchell. Montes, what a, what, where's where's Jamie this? when you need him? Jamie, come what, on. What list did you say this was? This is ESPN ratings. Ratings? Um, that may be different than, I don't, I don't that's weird. DeMontis, the bonus? They have Jason Tatum at 14. That's just wrong. No, that's wrong. Behind LeBron, Trey, Devin Behind Booker. Behind Trey Young. Behind crazy. Trey Young, wow. Yeah, that list is, somebody needs to get fired, whoever wrote that thing. <laughs> hmm. If you're going by points per game, which we're not. See, rating must be different. Like, it must mean, like, double-doubles or, like, rebounds and assists. Or, like, they must take in a lot more good tra- I guess they're taking Because Trey too. Young is 29 and an 11. That's pretty dang good. Yeah. He's, like, one of the few players averaging a double-double. But he's but he has to do that. Well, I, but I'm saying that they the, when you say rating, that may be different than player rankings. If that makes sense. I, I mean, I don't know. Even this website, uh, The Ringer, has him below the top five, which is wild to me. You want to hear their top five? Sure. Uh-oh. Jokic, yeah. Embiid. Yeah. Insane. 
Giannis, he's not a t- he's, Dude, he's come not on. better. Embiid is, he's been top is two in easily the most dominant player in the league. Years. Easily. Yeah. Easily the Him most dominant? Are the two Easi- most dominant. I mean, easily the most dominant. Yes. I mean, why hasn't three- he won anything? He averages 38 in a game. How, why hasn't he won anything? Because his team's not good, Marcus. Oh, you can go and get 50 still and still loser. lose a game. He's still a loser in my <laughs> okay. mind. Only, only real help he's, he's got, got the right same amount of rings as Tatum. Got the same amount of rings. Same amount of rings as Tatum. Less uh, appearances in the finals, though, doesn't he? Okay, but still. Did he get a ring? Did he get a ring? Well, no, but he's going to get one this year. <laughs> Mario Chalmers has a ring. He's better than Jason Tatum right <laughs> <Nah>. now. <laughs> rings don't matter. We've already said that Norris because obviously Birdman's got more rings than anybody. Mike Miller. Don't you Booby Gibson? No, 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 no. Hang on. <laughs> don't you dare besmirch the good you name. You weren't here when we did the LeBron Jordan Marcus, debate. Mario. Oh, Bill Russell. How dare I'm you? I'm not saying no. he's not great. I'm oh, he's saying, got no. so many rings no, it doesn't no. matter. During our Jordan-LeBron Jordan argument, he, they always go six rings, six for six. That's their only argument. I'm going to tell you I right now. And if you want to go by rings, I then Bill Russell's this. the greatest player of all time. Yeah, if you're going by rings. That's what I'm saying. But and I mean, that's what you guys do with Jordan and LeBron. I mean, Jordan, I mean, it's Bill a Russell, one of the greatest. Different argument with I mean, also, How many times has Jordan been knocked out of the first round or swept? L- look it up. I don't he know never went to a finals in his first nine years. All you know I'm how many saying, LeBron went to? All I'm saying is that Mario Ellie has an NBA championship. <laughs> Jason Tatum has zero. He's about to get one this year, so don't you worry about that. Don't you worry about Norris that. Cole's got two. Mario Chalmers has I'm two. I'm just pointing out to you. Thanks to who? Who? Who Who got him the Go rings? ahead and say it. You who know, got Chalmers the you ring? want to say his name. I mean, Go ahead say, and say it, Jake. You have, say no, it. no, no. Brett, you say you it's haven't LeBron. Said his, you haven't said his name in five minutes. It's you LeBron. Want to, like, okay, Tatum, 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 Tatum. How many times you said Tatum? In this segment alone. What okay, do what do you mean? Because so, he's top five. Yeah, I didn't want to bring LeBron into the picture, but he's top five player. You said it yourself. LeBron's yeah, top, give him five top five Thank you. But to act like Joel Embiid or Luka Doncic, I gave you say his last name, Luka, you're going to act like he's better than Tatum. Come on. I mean, <laughs> who are you taking over? Are you taking Duke, Luka or Tatum? Uh, oh, I'm taking Luka every day. I think I got to take Luka. Every day? Every day. Every day? You're wild. You're insane. Luka shows up out of shape and still drops buckets on people. Luka in the playoffs, we we forgot about it because last year they didn't make it, but he just rises to another level, which yeah. is crazy. The Clippers because, hate him. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> oh, I can't stand him. I told you top ten, Marcus. It's pretty good. Even you didn't even have him in your top five. I did have him in my top five. What do you mean? He is uh, my top five. I don't five. know. You forgot about Giannis, so I think that kept dropped him out, didn't it? No, Giannis oh, that, was my was, was my fifth. in my five. Yeah, it was yeah. Giannis, Joker, Tatum, LeBron, LeBron, and Maybe. then uh, yeah. I just so. appreciate you having LeBron in there. I recognize I recognize well, that he's I, a good player. Thank you, great player. What's easy? Good, good is not Marcus, enough. Marcus, who's your greatest of all time? They've given their opinion. Greatest of all time. It's a tough one. He's probably going to say I something mean, stupid like no, Robert Parish. No. no. <laughs> There's only one argument in this. It's hard to even put a third in the conversation. You're right. Mikhail. I'm just kidding. Uh, no. Danny Ainge. Bird. Uh, I mean, MJ is the greatest player of all time. Gerald right? Henderson. And I'm not mad about it, but, but people can't give me a good see, reason. I, I like to George Mirazon. I'd like to bring up an argument. <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd like to bring up an argument that we can either do right now or wait till uh, the next segment or whatever. But it can be part of your hot take. Before if you want. Jokic won in Denver, I argued he wasn't top five big man of all time. And when I say big man, well, I'm still not. But I'm gonna. I, I I do not include power forwards like that. That's really. Not, I include centers. I'm so you don't include centers. like Tim Duncan, so Charles Barkley. No, no, no. They're not because Tim not. Duncan finished his career as a center, right? I'm talking about more championships, centers. but he probably finished his career with more championships as a center than he did a power forward. No, Those years he was beating the he beating had, the Heat. He was Robinson a center. Robinson more as the center. He only won, I think, one with Robinson because that was one of Robinson's last year. Two thousand, like ninety nine or two thousand. Whenever he retired, I'm yeah. pretty sure the NBA community considers him more of a power forward than a center. Well, they say he's the greatest power forward of all time. I think he is. I mean, analytically, he's the number two greatest player of all time. But I, I'm talking straight centers like Shaq, like that type of yeah, Wilt and yeah, all those guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I argued that Jokic and. You know, I'm willing to make a, a similar argument whether he's still in or out, but yeah, I, 
I had made initially the argument that he wasn't the top five center of all time, but some people still want to. The centers are stacked. I mean, you got Kareem. No, if he, if, I mean, Hakeem. he's he's going to be the favorite to come out of the West, which might make them the favorites to be the team out of the East because there's no big in the East if you don't pass uh, Embiid. Uh, we got a unicorn on our team, so. He can guard Jokic. Celtics-Nuggets is definitely the favorite. Matchup. You've also got Al Horford in there. Let's oh, get... stop. Come on. Al, Al, Al Horford locks up, man. Yeah. He holds that man down. Yeah, I've like... forgiven him for going to the college of uh, of the land that we do not want to go to. But, you know. <laughs> Florida. He went to Florida, in case you weren't sure. I know he did. Okay. He's on that Billy Donovan dominant team. He's a Celtic. I've forgiven him now. He's been a Celtic like three times. Twice, <laughs> twice. He was in Atlanta, then came to us, then he left for 76ers, then got traded to OKC, and came, we, we brought him back, back home where he belongs. Well, good for you. Stay with us. Mark the tape with Marcus Young coming up next right here on Fan Run Radio. Attention, Fan Run listeners. This is Bob Baskerville. Make sure to come check out the Fan Run Morning Show with me and John Reed, Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., on 1340 AM, 105.7 FM, and the Fan Run app. It's your morning go-to for the latest that's happening in the world of sports on Rocky Top and around the country. So join us every morning on Fan Run Radio. A brand built in Tennessee and born from the love of the game. Inward Half revolutionizes golfing comfort. Crafted by a former pro and dedicated enthusiast just like you, our luxury performance wear guarantees you stay cool and comfortable through every swing and every day. We're not just a brand. We've set out to create a lifestyle for those who understand that impeccable style and premium performance are a hole-in-one. Enjoy the walk-in with Inward Half. Attention service members and veterans, introducing the Griffin Law Firm, your trusted ally in military legal matters. Whether it's fighting for your rights, navigating complex regulations, or seeking justice, at Griffin Law, your mission is their mission. Here's VFL Marshall Griffin. As a veteran and retired military attorney, I've successfully defended lifelong benefits and helped preserve professional futures. So I know that when you hire a military justice lawyer, you maximize your chance to get relief. With my unique experience, I can advocate for you because there's no military matter that's too big or too small. Let us help you make these critical decisions that could affect the rest of your life. Remain silent, request counsel, call Griffin Law. For a free consultation, call 888-707-4282. That's 888-707-4282. Or visit griffinlawdefense.com. Are you in need of a smile makeover? Hi, I'm Dr. Michael Costa at Knoxville Smiles. And if you're ready to improve your smile, replace teeth that are missing, make your dentures tighter, add implants to your mouth, whatever you may need, we're here to discuss a wide range of easy, pain-free cosmetic and restorative procedures that can create a glowing, radiant smile that you've always dreamed of. Don't wait any longer. The time is now. Call us today at Knoxville Smiles and schedule your appointment at 865-539-1776 or go online to KnoxvilleSmiles.com. Rogers Utility Solutions, Division of Rogers Hydrant Service is a family-run Tennessee-based business since 2015. Now serving municipalities and residences in 14 states, Rogers offers fire hydrant flow testing, distribution flushing, and maintenance programs in accordance with ISO standards. Rogers also offers hydrant repair and installation, and they have the capability of repairing hydrants under pressure. For more information on Rogers' new sewer maintenance program, complete with mapping, cleaning, and camera inspecting, visit rogershydrantservice.com. Eddie Garcia. News from the NBA where reigning league MVP and Philadelphia 76ers star Joel Embiid will undergo a procedure on his left knee and is out indefinitely. He'll likely miss the rest of the regular season, but it's hoped he'll return for the playoffs. Philadelphia currently the five seed in the East. In NBA games of note, Timberwolves topped the Rockets 111-90, while the Thunder outlast the Raptors 135-127 in double overtime. Both Minnesota and Oklahoma City are tied for the top record in the Western Conference at 35-15. The Nuggets are just a half game back. They beat the Trailblazers 112 to 
105. And the Clippers are one game back in the East, or excuse me, in the West. They beat the Heat in Miami 103 to 95. Celtics all over the Grizzlies, 131-91. Boston has the best record in the East and the NBA at 38 and 12. Jazz over the Bucks, 123 to 108. Milwaukee now one and three under head coach Doc Rivers. College basketball, number two, Purdue wins at number six, Wisconsin, 75 to 69. Here on the G.I. Jake Show, right here on Fan Run Radio. Nice choice of bumper there, Marcus. I got distracted. I was getting my segment together, and I hit the wrong bumper. Mm-mm-mm. Nothing Chaos. wrong with swag surfing. I got some swag today. <laughs> okay. Beating Brett in the argument about, you know, top five, top ten, things like that. It gives you a little boost of energy. KSR is in shambles still today. In case anybody was wondering, I can't play some of the audio on air. But regardless, it is time to mark this tape with Marcus Young. Marcus, what you got? Hi, Jake. Hi. Uh, some news from the NBA that leads into my top thing here is that the Clippers are 25-5 and five in their last 30 games. I know you are aware, Jake, in particular, since they took down your Miami Heat. Oh, yeah. Uh, yesterday, 103-95. to 95. I'll give you a hot take before you get into that. Okay. The Heat culture uniforms, don't ever do those again. Those are awful. That court design is awful. Those uniforms are awful. Throw it away. Go back to the Vice City uniforms. Yeah, Vice City is pretty cool. I like those a lot. Um, here's my take on the Clippers. They look good now, but they're going to Clipper like they Clipper in the playoffs. They're not going to make the noise that they think they're going to make now. It's unfortunate because, like you mentioned earlier, Lob City, I wanted them to win. I, I would have loved. They were one of the most likable teams in the NBA. Yeah, and then Chris Paul became kind of hateable. Well, he he was hateable for a little bit. I'm okay with him now. Um, I don't think anyone ever hated Blake Griffin. I don't know if you could. It was too much fun. Between him and DeAndre Jordan throwing down monster dunks, how could you hate that? I mean, Blake Griffin literally, I think one of my favorite clips of him was when he uh, he took some water from like the, the sideline, was watching a replay, and then did like throwing the arms up, and it was like, confused on what happened purposely throwing water on a fan mm-hmm. like it was hilarious like he's just he wasn't was the fan like heckling dude. him and then he just pretended I think that it so was, yeah, yeah. But, it was just funny and he's done some good commercials too where he was pretty funny in it but i was glad to have him as a celtic uh last year wish he could have stayed honestly just to have as a bench guy i mean imagine being the detroit pistons though six and 43 yeah, yeah. that's awful uh, that is absolutely just bizarre to me so the uh, the Clippers, yeah, I think they're going to Clipper when they get to the uh, postseason. I think they're just going to fall apart like they always do, despite their strong play right now. Um, which leads into my next one. You you actually mentioned them, Detroit. Um, I don't know if it's going to be at the end of this season or not, but within the, I'm going to include the rest of this season and part of next season. You're gonna hear a Cade Cunningham request for a trade. I don't think he wants to be there anymore. I would not want to be there. Obviously, there is a that viral video where someone said that he needs to be traded, and it looked like he was nodding his head yes. Who knows how real that? Like you know, if he was just maybe maybe he saw someone hold up a sign that says, "Hey, do you like uh, cereal for breakfast?" or whatever. Who knows? Mm. Um, and he just shook his head yes, but. Yeah, I, I could see Cade requesting a trade. I think he's a great player. I think he has an opportunity to be a really, really good player in this league. But being in Detroit, it's just it's making things difficult for him. He, he doesn't need to be a part of that organization. It's a dumpster fire right now. Um, reminds me of the 76ers of old. You know, the team that <clears throat> purposely lost multiple, multiple years before they finally got Joel Embiid. Brett. And like what it's done for how, them. how long mean, it took them to finally get. Remember, you know, I mean, Detroit was insufferable. Like they, they were awful. 
Like their fan base hated turning on the TV and looking, or excuse me, Philadelphia at one point. Because, you know, they had the whole deal where they drafted Jaleel Okafor. He was mad that he got drafted and just throws the jersey down after he got drafted. And then you draft Markel Fultz, who did not live up to the number one draft pick hype at all. So wild to think that literally you had one of the top five players of all time picked two spots later. It's crazy. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you look at Detroit right now, though. Cade's got Boyan Bogdanovich. He's solid pro. Jaden Ivey. Their roster really doesn't look that bad. It doesn't look awful. They, have they, should, they should have more than six wins. <laughs> That's I mean, why would you even trade for any of them? They're just, man, they're not. I don't know what is going on up there. Maybe that franchise is just cursed. Ever since the Malice at the Palace, what has that, Detroit done? Well, didn't they win their chip? No, the chip was before that. That was before right? the Malice yeah. at the Palace. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't. What have they done? Not a whole lot. Went to the NFC Championship, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Hopping over to NFL, if I may. Speaking of Go NFC. Ahead. Commanders, we talked about our hiring Cle- uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Too many Ks there. I wonder what his middle name is. Um, <laughs> going to Washington, I I think this is the sign that the Commanders are drafting Caleb Williams. Is he going to be there? Mm. Who says he has to be there? They're going to probably try to trade up. If they have any inkling. I I, list, I watched this interview recently where they're talking mm-hmm. about the Giants. And when they picked Saquon Barkley, they they were dead set. Somebody tried to trade up for that pick to draft somebody else. And the Giants refused. They got like a king's ransom and refused because they were so dead set. Wow. If there is any inkling that the commanders feel like maybe, just maybe, the Bears are not interested in Caleb Williams, they will move one up, one spot up. Or worse, if they get an inkling the Patriots are wanting to jump them. Well, they're two, pick, right? So they wouldn't have to. They don't have to worry about the Bears, right? Well, if the Patriots decide to trade up for the number one spot. Oh, I mean, Patriots are going for a quarterback. The Commanders need a quarterback. The Bears might go for a quarterback, but we don't know. 100% you're going to see the Commanders drafting Caleb Williams either with the second overall pick or the first overall pick via a trade. I know it seems wild to move up one spot, but if they don't want someone like the New England Patriots to draft Caleb Williams over them, if they feel like there's any chance they could miss out on him, they they will lose their minds. And, and that's the why they're bringing in Cliff. Like That's why they want him. He has experience with Caleb. They probably think that could convince him to be more willing to be a part of their organization. But you're going to see Caleb Williams in a commander's jersey. Will it work out? I don't think so. But weirder things have happened. They're a quarterback away, I think. They got some weapons. They got some receivers. They, got, they need an O line for sure. They got yeah, two they, good running backs. They need help on the O line. Yeah, they have good running back depth. They got scary Terry. I and mean, the division's tough, obviously, with Dallas and Philly. I mean, so that yeah. makes it. Well, and plus they have hurt Dallas now. I think Dan Quinn's the reason why that defense was so electric. I mean, yeah, you got Micah Parsons, but I really don't think that their defense is going to be as deadly as it was before. I think Dan Quinn helped majorly. I mean, you saw the difference he made when he stepped in there as their defense coordinator. So I, I don't think a lot is going to happen this first year for him. But having Dan Quinn and hopefully a fresh and uh, well, you saw rejuvenated Cliff Kingsbury. I, I think Caleb Williams is similar to C.J. Stroud in, in many ways. And you middle. saw what Stroud did to, with yeah. Houston yeah. with far There's, less yeah, than what Caleb they, Williams would be going You to. also have to remember they traded away – Ironically, to Detroit or not to Detroit, to Chicago, they're probably their best edge rusher in, in sweat. So well, like, but they were able to get a really good one still in uh, Anderson from Alabama with the second pick. So they just replaced Houston. Him. Houston. Yeah. Well, I'm saying the Commanders traded away sweat is what I'm saying to Chicago. Yeah. And that, so the question is, is who? Like, yeah, you got DeAndre Payne still. 
Yeah, you've got uh, Jonathan Allen on your D line. Yeah, but you need players. you need edge rushers to be able to help out. And so the question is going to be, did they sell too much at the deadline in this? And you also got rid of Chase Young, who I honestly don't think is that big of a deal. So the biggest question is going to be, can can they put together enough pressure? Um, I think they still have got Kyle Kyle Fuller in the backfield, Curl in a safety form. So it, I, I'm excited about what's going to happen there, but I don't have a lot of faith this first year. But Caleb Williams will be there. No faith whatsoever. Marcus, who we got on the phones? Well, I had Bear on the line. He was telling me really NBA talk. And then I had someone else, and I said, I asked who it was, and they hung up. Well, first of all, Bear. If you want to control a show, control your own show. If you want to chime in, if you want to have an opinion, do it on your show. Do it on The View from 3 to 6 right here on Fan Run Radio. This is the G.I. Jake Show. We do things a different way oh, here. I hope, this is I hope it is. I hope it is. If it is, tell him I want him on. Tell him I want to get him on air. I want to talk to Bear. I want to talk to Bear. I think it might be Bear. I think two callers called. I think the same two people called. I think Bear called twice. As a matter of fact, I can tell that that is Bear by the way Marcus looks. I want to talk to Bear. I'll, I'll show the is he, is he going to talk to us or not? Tell him I want to talk to him. Let me get on three-way call with y'all. Goodness. Why does he have to do this? Why does he have to call my show? Well... In his defense, me and Marcus have both called their show. Well, all right. Are we getting Bear? I had to defend myself because they, were, they thought I truly picked Vanderbilt over Auburn. Like, I really thought that was going to happen. I was Do we to have Bear? No, he said, uh, quote, if, uh, not a direct quote, but paraphrasing that you're a clown. Um, he, he'd rather talk to Marcus on the mid-morning show with Marcus rather than you. <laughs> Well, so uh, he, so he said, hey, "Good day, sir," and then he left. So. Good day, sir. I've also got Jordan on the line. Oh, I want to talk to Jordan. Let's talk to Jordan. Jordan, what's up, buddy? Brett, Brett, Brett. Uh, what's up, Jordan? How the tables? How the tables have turned, huh? On uh, well, a little bit. How the uh, turns have tabled. Well, well, well. Me and Brett actually had a conversation yeah, on Friday. Conversation, yeah, yeah, about the whole Triple J thing, and I mean. The the game Saturday night was kind of like what my whole point to Brett was, which is just be that aggressive, man. Like, that's in you. You have that athletic ability. You have the skill set to be that aggressive. I mean, he may not score 26 every night, but he has the ability to get in double figures consistently. And just his ability to do that changes the, the complexion of this roster and of the ceiling of this team. Um me and Brett had a long conversation. I understand Brett's point of there's other players on the team that you know also need to step up and some of these losses. But even then, Triple J has the the size and the athletic ability to help a team. I mean, like you know the Mississippi State loss or the South Carolina loss. If you get half of what he did Saturday night, you win both of those basketball games. He got so, twenty or whatever against Carolina, and we lost. South Carolina, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, no, and North Carolina, correct, correct. But and and, and you know the the two conference wins, you know he, I think he had like a combined two four points somewhere in that range. If he if you just get half of what he gave you Saturday night, and it's the same for Zakai. If you get half of what Zakai gave you Saturday night, you win that South Carolina game too. Um, my frustration, as Jake said earlier in the show, is just we know that this is in there for Triple J. Like we we know that this is there, and it's just. His consistency hasn't been there throughout his entire career, and that's that's the most frustrating thing. Um, that's the most frustrating noticed, thing for everybody. Yes, I also noticed listening to the show today that apparently there's two guys who are MIA in the radio call-in show today that I haven't heard from, and you would think that would be throwing rose petals somewhere when I'm at the feet <laughs> of Rick Barnes today. Oh but yeah. Nobody, somebody hasn't called in to to give him his rose rose petals that he deserves for uh, you know continuing to be uh, John Calipari's daddy. We have not um, heard from either of those. I'm two. really glad that you mentioned that because I said the last time he called in, he only calls when we lose. He doesn't want to call in when we win. Well, and people are also not calling in when Triple J plays well. That was my frustrating part too. I was like, call when he well, 
when he scores. Don't call when he scores zero. Call when he scores and does plays really well. I mean, that's my, well, my Brett, thing, you, too. Brett, you can mark me off that list because I just called in. So I I'm appreciate not in, I'm not, well, I'm not yeah. in that group. <laughs> but, no, uh, uh, I mean. Well, if, Jordan, it's what, if, also what we talked about is, you know, I said George, I thought Triple J played hard the other night. He didn't, he didn't score. But also say George, Triple J's probably realistically your fifth, sixth option. Fifth option, really, because he's a starter. But I'd say those four other guys are going to get the most of the shots. And I don't know what changed with Triple J on Saturday. Like, I don't know if um, the ball movement was great, you know, and he just decided to be more aggressive. But, you know, like... Something clicked. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I'm happy it did. Obviously, we all are. Yeah. You know, but... And this is the potential that Jordan's talking about with our team and with Triple J, um, you know, but... It just helps everybody. The, the next game, I just hope it continues. I mean, as we all do, because this is actually going to help connect even more as well. As good as he is, hey, you're going to have to respect these other four guys that are on the lineup with him most of the time. Yeah, I mean that's that's 100 correct, Brett. I mean, you get this type of production and this type of ability from the rest of the players on the roster. It takes some of the pressure off Connect because then defenses aren't solely focusing on Dalton and allows yeah. him to to be able to play free and well too. You saw, to me, you saw two versions of the Tennessee team. Um, you know, one version you wouldn't want to see in March, and the other version you would, you know, Tuesday night against South Carolina, you missed easy shots. Nobody shot the ball with confidence. Nobody besides Dalton tried to, to you know, do anything to help this team. And when that happens and you have that type of a performance on Tuesday night, that's how you go home early. That's how you lose in a round of 32, maybe even the first round, is if you have that type of performance. But – you saw Saturday night, everybody pitching in, everybody playing to their ability. You know, people getting it, multiple guys getting the double figures. That right there is how you get to the Final Four. You ha- it has to be a, a concerted team effort. It cannot be, as Rick Barnes said in the postgame show, it cannot be stand around and watch Dalton connect. It cannot be that. If it turns into that in the NCAA tournament, that's how this team gets beat. Everybody has to chip in. Um, Triple J has to be aggressive. Deskovy has to knock the shots down. Zakai has to play that confident and be a pest on the defensive end like he was on Saturday night too. That you saw the ceiling of this team and what they're capable of on Saturday night. Now the question is going to be, can mm-hmm. they continue to do that for the rest of the season? You look at the rest of the schedule. The next six games, you don't play an SEC team that has a winning record in conference currently. You cannot drop any of these games if you want to. Be a top two seed if you want to continue to try to get the SEC regular season championship title. You cannot lose one of these next six games. Um, so that's going to be the key here is just the consistency, doing it for the next three to four weeks. Because also, as we have talked about last year, Jake, you know, Rick Barnes' teams, they have a habit of in February kind of faltering down the stretch a little bit. And mm-hmm. you don't want to see that from this team. This team, I said this to somebody yesterday. This team is bordering the Grant Admiral 2019 team. Yes. I mean, they're right. They're they're chipping at their heels right now. I would still kind of take the Grant Admiral team right now, but this team is very very close to being as good as that team. They really are. They really are. And there's no uh, there's no doubt in my mind that this team is probably Rick Barnes' best chance at making that run in which we've all talked about. Can he get yep. there? We're going to find out. I mean, there's no way around it. You're going to find out whether or not he can do it. Quite and, frankly, I know that he last, can because he's done it before. He's just got to exactly. go out and make it happen. One last point before I hop off here and give you guys the time back. Um, you know, I've been saying this entire season. Uh, you know, I think you guys agree. You've talked about it a little bit. I don't know who this Rick Barnes person is. I don't know <laughs> where this guy has come from. <laughs> But he has completely changed his stripes this season, and he—it's like—it's like he has listened to every criticism this fan base has had, and has decided this is the season that he's going to change. You know, all the bad habits. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, the man took a timeout when Kentucky went on the run early in the first half, and I about fell out of my chair. Like, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't do that stuff previously. I mean, that's one of no. the biggest things. Now, now he's telling these guys shoot the ball, shoot the ball. Like he's not. Like he's not jerking kids out for taking bad shots, and in in the past a kid would take a bad shot and it'd immediately go to the bench. He's he's forcing these and pushing this team to push tempo, to shoot the ball, to continuously shoot the ball. He said it in multiple press conferences that he's told these kids just to keep shooting, that he believes in them just to keep shooting, 
and just him spreading the floor out now, him going to a lot of pick and roll stuff with Connect and Adu and allowing Connect to get downhill and play a two man game. Just all this stuff that you're seeing from Rick Barnes this season is what I've been saying and a lot of this fan base has been saying and you've been saying, Jake, for three or four years that we wanted to see. And that's why we had so many frustrations with him that he wouldn't change. And it seems like this year, this season, he's a new man, he's a different man, and he if he if he stays coaching this way and allowing his players to play this way, I truly believe we've seen some success with Rick Barnes, but I truly believe that this season is just the tip of the iceberg of what we can do over the next three to four to five years if he continues to allow his teams to play this way. Absolutely. Jordan, we appreciate the phone call, man. we got to hear a final break. Stay with us. The G.I. Jake Show marches on. Final segment coming up right here on Fan Run Radio. White Claw is taking hard seltzer to new heights with White Claw Surge. At 8% alcohol, White Claw Surge is a stronger wave of refreshment that doesn't compromise on taste. Available in four bold waves of flavor like ripe black... Final segment of the program, it is time to fill out the G.I. Jake Show betting tracker with Brett's best bets. Brett, what you got? Uh, Not a huge slate of stuff tonight or today or anything. Uh, you got to pretty much pick and choose. Yeah, I uh, got kind of three random ones. I got, I'm going to take the Kings tonight at the Cavs plus four and a half. Um, I'm going to do a little soccer for us. Uh, Manchester City plays today. Uh, I'm going to take them straight up over Brentford, and then I'm going to take... The Avalanche in hockey, and then the Maple Leafs in hockey tonight. The Avalanche? Yep. And then the Leafs, Maple Leafs. Money lines? Yes. All righty. Marcus. Hi, what's up? <laughs> make your picks. <laughs> you what picks? You got to make your picks. <laughs> I'm not making any picks. I think I've made this very okay, clear. Okay, Jake, I, I think I'm going to make my picks. We're going to take the Mavs at minus 11 and a half. And then we're going to take the Lakers at minus 23. And then the minus Cavs at fifth, minus 15. And the Hawks at minus 8.5. Those are my picks for the betting tracker, Jake. All right, Marcus, good start. Jack, what you got? All right, I got Kansas at Kansas State. I'm taking Kansas to cover. Kansas State just lost to Oklahoma State, who is mm-hmm. booty. So, yep. taking Kansas. L.A. Clippers at the Hawks. Uh, Hawks have won four straight. No way they win five in a row. Give me the Clippers <laughs> to cover. Uh, Mavericks at Sixers. Mavericks got to win that. I'm taking them to cover. And then Warriors at uh, Brooklyn. I'm taking the Warriors money line. And there you have it. That is what's going to fill out the betting tracker for us today. What about you? Oh, yeah. I, I got to make my picks. We're going to take the Warriors at plus <laughs> one and a half tonight. We're going to take the Mavs at I minus mean, one and a half. I'm pretty sure you just gave your picks. We're going to have Kansas be- minus Jack four and a half. And I don't know. I think, that was, uh, I think that was a guy named Marcus. And then I'm going to take <laughs> Miami at like plus me. six tonight. That is going to round out the betting tracker. That is presented by SM Athletics. <laughs> Guys, top-notch customization, top-notch quality, top-notch customer service. Only at SM Athletics. Check them out online at smathletics.com. Search them on Facebook. See some of the designs that we've done in the past. You see a jersey that I actually designed on there a couple months ago. Turned out really, really well. That one is going to be a staple in my little collection of my designs. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Check them out online at smathletics.com. Marcus, what's it going to take for you to actually participate once again? Uh, we got to make something happen. You have to participate in this. I don't have to do it. You have to participate. I don't have to do it. It's anything. a part of being on the show. It only recently became a part of the show. The betting tracker was handed down by by higher authority than me. God? <laughs> a higher authority at the station, Marcus. Uh, well, theoretically, if you want to think about it. God is the higher authority of every building Marcus, in this land. Marcus. Um, even in Kazakhstan, I'm sure they have a radio building <laughs> that he's in charge of. So, As we all know, I believe in God. As do I. We are not going to bring sure God Jack, into I'm the sure betting Jack segment. Jack does too. We I are mean, not going to bring God into a betting segment. You asked me who is a higher power. You used the word higher power. That's management. Higher management decided that this is going to happen. Therefore, it's a part of the show. Mm, interesting. Yes. Therefore, 
you must participate. You participated today, and we appreciate that. Is Ta- I didn't participate. Uh, Tatum, check the tape, is, man. Is Tatum your top? That's not my voice, but is Tatum a top five for you, Jack? Or uh, I don't know if I, I never go got the chance to five. ask. Five. Wow. I think I'd All go right. top seven. I'll give him that. <laughs> <laughs> That's still pretty good. So just to run down the picks again, I have the Warriors at plus one and a half. I have the Mavs at minus one and a half. Kansas minus four and a half. Miami at plus six. Brett has the Kings at plus four and a half. Man City money line, Avalanche money line, and Maple Leafs money line. In turn, Jack has the Clippers at minus three. Kansas at minus four and a half. Mavs at minus one and a half. And the Warriors money line. Marcus has the Mavs at minus 11 and a half. The Lakers at minus 23. The Cavs at minus nope. 15. And the Hawks at minus 8 and a half. Never All of it. those bets from Marcus are, is it, are at plus 300 or or greater odds. Therefore, Marcus, you, you might make somebody a lot of money. <laughs> so, tonight, sorry, I, I didn't make those bets. So if you win money based on this, it's not because of me. So Marcus, I, if I I'm go 4-0 tonight, will you, will you jump back If in? you go 4-0, first of all, Jack, it's very sweet <laughs> that you think you're going to go 4-0. Uh, um, th- I even did hockey for you, Marcus. I noticed there's bad juju in this room at 10 to 12, apparently, which causes no one to go 4 and 0. No one in this room will go 4 and 0. I'm doing it. Um, he damn near did last week. But did he? No. Yeah, exactly. Close only matters in horseshoes and hand grenades. It doesn't matter in betting. Um, but uh, Can Marcus rebound? Will you bet on the Super Bowl with us? That I will probably bet on because I plan on doing that anyway going heavy on the 49ers well, luckily for you marcus tomorrow sammy kincaid is going to join us and then also in the I second hour to her she's great and then in the second hour uh-huh. our friend one of my good friends good mentors johnny hodge is going to join us in hour number two and he's going to offer you some help the only help I need is calling, what was it, 188-RED-GAMBLING-HOTLINE or something like that? No. You need to call that dictionary place again. I would love to, but I'm sure they blocked my number after someone attacked me on, on air. Well, that's the wrong They attacked fault. her, honestly, if you remember. Really, really rude. Well, she shouldn't have been stupid. She wasn't stupid. How dare you? Well. You didn't give her a time to help. Well, she didn't give me an answer, so therefore, you know, I call <laughs> some place I want an answer. I expect an answer immediately. So, if you call, let's say, like an auto shop. Mm-hmm. And they tell you that, you know, hey, I got to go check with my manager to make sure something's going to work right for what you need. You're just going to go, you're an idiot, and then hang up and call a different auto place. Is that no, that's different. How is that different? She had to call, she had to direct us <laughs> to another person that could give the answer. He, the auto shop guy. Are they could, the Webster's Dictionary? You think everyone at that works for the Webster's Dictionary knows every single definition? They nah. should be a job they requirement. They have to look it up. Right? What? It should be a job requirement. I, that you have to memorize the dictionary? <laughs> yes. You're insane. No, I'm I'm realistic. You're not re- realistic. You want $15 an hour to memorize the dictionary when you work for Webster's. That's going to do it for us. <laughs> Thank you, Marcus. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, Jack. Thanks, Jake. Thank you, Brett. Thanks, Jake. The Herd with Colin Cowherd coming up next right here on Fan Run Radio. Stay locked in. A brand built in Tennessee and born from the love of the 